welcome back to Podcast 51. I'm Tom Delore. And I'm Amir Bankston. And uh, just a general warning about the podcast that you guys have heard a thousand times now. Well, not that many. We don't have that many episodes. But uh, we like to talk about controversial stuff. Uh, sometimes we kind of push the envelope in some spots. But just be aware that um, just because we're talking about something doesn't necessarily mean we want to give it any validity or um, we necessarily believe it. We just think it's interesting to talk about. I think this, I think this week... Um, and last week, um, so this is part two of our two-parter on Jim Morrison's mysterious death. But I think this week, since we are focusing on a death, and then we're going to go into some of the theories about his death, there um, it's going to be a little more um, nasty. Than, yeah, I guess so. I wouldn't say nasty. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say nasty. But it's going to be a, a little. Um, it's going to push the envelope a little more than we have in previous episodes. We usually try to stay pretty yeah. PG as much as we yeah. can. But this, we're talking about death. Just be aware of that. Um, but yeah, so this is part two of our Jim Morrison two-parter on his mysterious death, like I just said. And so the first part, we focused on his life, we talked about the doors, and then we talked just briefly about his death, more about the specific details about what happened. Yeah. And then this week, we're going to talk about some of the theories around that. Before that, we're going to give you a recap. And also, just a reminder, this is Amir. He's hosting this time. He's he's taking the reins. Yeah. Normally, I'm doing it, but Amir's got it this time. So if it goes well, then maybe we'll give it to him more often. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so let's quick recap. Like, as we all know, you know, Jim Morrison, lead, ugh, lead singer of The Doors, uh, been with The Doors for a while, also knows, you know, Mr. Mojo Rising, The Lizard King, and all the cool stuff. Uh, he died in 1960. <laughs> One second, I have notes, people. Don't be mad. 1970. <laughs> 19, what's, Jesus. All right. All right. One second, folks. So Amir's not going to host again. I am going to host again, <laughs> but you know how it is. It's been a long, it's been a long day for me. All right. And he died. He, I'm just going to say he died at the age of 27. I don't like feel like completely running after it. Yeah. Yeah. And looking for these days and all that and dates. I have it in here, but I can't find it. They formed the doors in 1965. Him and the crew. You know, he was uh, living on rooftops in, you know, mm-hmm. UCLA. He went to UCLA. His dad completely hated his whole thing about that. Uh, we talked about how him and his girlfriend slash wife, Pamela Corson, got together. And then we talked about his juicy, mysterious death. Well, we should mention that he had, like, a drug and alcohol yeah. problem. Well, yeah, at the end of his life. He had a you know drug and alcohol problem in 1971 is when he died, and he decided to go to Paris, and well France to you know reconnect with his muse and reconnect with his music as a whole and get himself back to where he was. Now we're gonna talk about some huge things for these next few conspiracy theories, but first the 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 known one that which we talked about before is how you know he died. Be a heart failure. Mm-hmm. That's what like the official yeah, report the was, official, right? Yeah, the official report. I said official. The official report is that he died of like you know heart failure, and you know how he had. They supposedly snorted some of the you know mm-hmm. not the not the other stuff, but the 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 arm stuff. Okay. And you know he threw up mm-hmm. blood, but not a lot, but just a little bit. And then you know he wanted to use the the bathroom. You know, I mean, did he take a bath? Yeah, he took a bath and probably used the bathroom too, because that's what people usually do when they use. I mean, I don't know if you do, but I do that. And then 
What? I don't know if you use the bathroom while you, when you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant when you did heroin. Yeah. Whoa, Tom, hot takes. <laughs> but uh, then he, you know, died in the bathtub after yeah. you know and saying we- like, "Pam, are you awake?" Yeah. And Pam was like, "Nah, fam, I'm asleep." Mm-hmm. And then uh, then we talked about how you know, he was buried really fast. No one else saw his bikes for Pam and who and else? And their, I believe it's their friend. It was her friend, uh, Alan Rain, Elaine Ronay, and okay. a coroner mm-hmm. saw her. I did the air quotes because. But no one ever saw the body. It was close cast or, or whatever. Yep. And then, then they were saying, who was that? One of the band members was like, how do we know? Was how do we just... know if it wasn't sand? Yeah. 150 pounds of sand. And yeah, he was buried like two days later. And, uh, Somebody, a doctor came and did a, and signed a death certificate. There was no autopsy signed. Mm-hmm. The death certificate was done. And then when they asked uh, Pamela, like the manager of the doors, Bill Siddons, asked him, hey, Pamela, like, who's the examiner and stuff like that? Who did this death certificate? She said, I don't know. And they couldn't recognize his handwriting. So, yeah. And doctors. Yeah, and plus, you can't recognize their handwriting. So people start asking questions. People start asking questions. And people questions. Make, start making theories. I mean, Jim Morrison was definitely in the limelight. Yeah, this he's is, This is peak of the doors, probably, yeah. around that. Yeah. So what what are some of the theories? Take All me right. through them. And also, she bought a $75 casket. So. Oh, yeah, that's what you said. It was super cheap. Yeah, it was extremely cheap. It was 75 bucks, And now he's buried. Was that a man of cardboard? <laughs> I don't know, Tom. <laughs> He was some wood. He just got some wood and did it himself. But uh, yeah, and he was buried in the what is that called? Uh, it's this. It was a cool place. Um, it's like the pair. I don't. I'm it was like it was a graveyard. Yeah, place. you said where you. Oh, the Pere La Chase, Chasse. I hope it's. I can't see it. It's Pere. It's P E. All right, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna turn this and we're gonna. Pere La Chasse. Uh, it's Père Lachaise. Yeah, Père Lachaise Cemetery, which is a famous cemetery where a bunch of people are. You have to pay to get incepted into it, you know, yeah. a 30-year lease, which, I mean. And you said that they didn't pay the second. I mean, yeah, his body hasn't been exhumed, so, yeah. I mean, he's kind of just still chilling there. But let's get into the, the theories, the okay. theories around his death. Like, I'm do you really feel interested. like I, I explained that quick yeah, enough? Yeah, and, and if you didn't, then they you can go listen, listen to, to our fir- first yep. part. Mm-hmm. We're just we're just filling the gap. Just a little refresher first. All right. So let's get into the first. These are I call these the bullcrap theories. Okay. Okay. So theory number one. One of the theories are that he died from a possible sexual disease. Which, Whoa. I mean, what would what would it be? I don't know. Probably, just a, just, just something? something. You know. Let's go with let's okay. go with the syphilis or something. I don't know. Can that kill you? Yeah. If you don't get it uh, cured immediately, that's how. Uh, don't. Quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that's how Al Capone died because he didn't immediately. I mean, he didn't get okay. it done at all, and yeah. then he died that way. You, huh. it drives you crazy because it Whoa. spreads to your to your brain, and then yeah. you, yeah. Okay. The other one was, yeah, I do. See, I think that's if that is it, that's incredibly coincidental. Yeah, and then the other one was that he was a victim of a government conspiracy aimed at wiping out counterculture heroes. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I. I. Yeah. That one kind of plays into it because this is. The 70s. Yeah. So this is a separate well, counterculture. Early 70s, yeah. Or this is kind of like the tail end yeah, of like... the 60s, when everything see, was wild. When we lost on. like Janis Joplin yeah. and Jimi Hendrix and all yeah. of them. And they all died and that was like... Yeah. 
Uh, okay. That'd and, be really interesting if there was if there was like any substance to yeah. it at all. And people then, are just like, hey, he was in the limelight. He was saying bad stuff about the government. They probably just took him out. Yeah. No. And then we got a spurned ex-girlfriend killing him with a wicked hex. What? Yeah. Not so not Pam, a different ex Yes. Uh, an actual ex. Yeah. With a hex. Yeah. When did she cast this on him? Just at some I, point? At some point she was like, you know what, Jim? I'm mad. And I hit him with a wicked hex. And he's like, whatever. Don't hit me with a hex, please. We might do an episode of Wiccans, folks, so stay tuned. Someday. <laughs> yeah. So all right. Let's get into the juicy ones, the real ones. So you think those ones have any substance? Those ones have no substance. It's just people just like throwing it out there into the like everyone's good. Like if you think about anybody of importance who died, it's always the government killed them. That's true. Or STD at some point. Or that they're still alive. Yeah, which is okay. One of the big juicies. All right. So let's start with the one that I'm gonna just say, you know, could be it. Mm -hmm. Death of heroin. Yeah. As I call it. So overdose. Yes. Okay. Danny Sugarman, Doors Insider and co-author. Just before I get into this, by the way, I'm just gonna give you guys. I'm gonna read it to you, and then I'm gonna ask you how you feel, and then I'm gonna say how I feel about this. Okay. So, and then I'm gonna give you some really like a fact on it before we do it. Okay. But uh, Danny Sugarman, Doors Insider and co-author of the best-selling biography, uh, uh, "No One Here Gets Out Alive," proposed a theory. And his theory is that Corson told him she had been doing heroin and lying to Jim and saying that it was coke and downers. She, Pamela, later, she later died of an overdose in 1974. Did she really? Yes. Okay. So we can't ask her today because mm-hmm. she, like, I think she died three years later because he died in 71, I'm pretty sure. So on the fateful evening, they had snorted some heroin to get, uh, together because Jim is, he was terrified of needles. Like, that's something that mm-hmm. you need to, Hold on to completely. The man is terrified of needles. He don't want nothing to do with needles. Mm-hmm. So he was if he did heroin, it'd be the through the nostrils. Okay. So that summer in Paris, there was a potent version of the drug making the rounds known as China White. And it's not unusual when someone does heroin for the first time for them to feel ill. I would hope you would. Well, that wasn't his first time though. I mean, he was doing the other one, the yeah. other sugar. He wasn't doing this one. Okay. So that was his first time. Doing oh doing this specific? Yeah, doing okay. yeah. Got it. So he was sick, he took a bath, and then he died. Okay. There was no more mystery than that. That's so that's that. Yeah, but many of Jim's closest friends dispute this by saying that despite him having a penchant for like excess, like doing a lot of drugs, mm-hmm. well not drugs, but alcohol, Jim never did really hard drugs. Okay. And in fact he had a disdain for them. Really? So, what do you think about that? Okay, so obviously this is the first one, so yeah. I don't know what's to come. But I'd say just based on this, this seems to have some threads that I think would be very likely, um, and kind of might feed into other ones. Um, so we know that he had like a substance abuse problem, mm-hmm. um, and so it would make sense then if they're messing around and he was unsupervised and all that stuff that something could go easily wrong, and then that's that. And it would also make sense that people would come to his aid or try to do a quick burial in this sense or not no autopsy because they don't want to, like, maybe they don't want to, like, taint his name. Or then they're like, no, he was just an alcohol. He didn't do heroin. So it's like didn't put out – they didn't put it in the public eye more than they thought was necessary because they thought it might, you know, reflect poorly on his character. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe that could be it. And I, I could understand that. I would say th- this is what I thought 
it was weird, all the stuff afterwards, but this is kind of what I thought would be likely um, without hearing any of the other theories like last time. I was like, oh, maybe that was that, and they didn't want to make him look bad. Yeah, look bad, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think it's a heavy possibility that that is one. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's it, because it will explain a few things, like him, like, you know, dying and then them not wanting to do anything like yeah. huge because or uh, autopsy so they can find out how many drugs were actually in the system and then it'll be public knowledge yeah which is something like you don't want when you're like it's a person that big and it was the 70s so mm-hmm. early 70s you could still hide stuff like that it's not like today where like autopsy especially in france autopsy is the, the law is they're not required okay yeah well back then i don't mm-hmm. know if it is now but back then it was not required to do an autopsy yeah like you had to ask for it so and plus then them not as we said like if you listen to the first episode pamela said that he had no parents yeah so his parents couldn't have asked for them to do it it would be up to pamela and pamela in this case was like no 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 sir mm-hmm. and yeah so i would which would also makes sense in the sense uh makes sense because if she's worried in this, if you, if we, if we want to say that it was, she didn't say anything because of, of like possibly reflecting poorly on him. His dad already did not like him in, yeah. his, in his music choices. So if then it was like found, he found out that his son was like, you know, doing heroin and overdosing heroin. I feel like that would only kind of make him even, I mean, his son's dead, but, like, it would then make him even more upset with the situation and, like, make him, create a different, a different distance between them. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a plausible one. That's probably the most plausible. I'm going to give that one the most, but we're going to go into the second one. Okay. Are you ready for the second one? I'm ready. One? The second one is, as I named it in my titles. Okay. Jim's Alive, question mark? Yeah, we heard this one before. So, like Elvis, Jim once talked about seriously faking his own death as a publicity stunt. Really? Yes. Like he talked about, and he often joked about it to his friends that he would one day split for Africa and change his name to Mister Mojo Rising, <laughs> which is, like I said earlier, was uh, one of his little side names he mm-hmm. went by, aka for Jim Morrison. And there's also a. Um, an interview with I think it was Man- Ray Manzarek. I'm not 100 percent sure, but like it's it, he did one on like some like news site talking about is it. Is Mojo Rising? Is I want to interrupt you. For, is that yeah. like a what's it called? Is that an anagram? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, I was trying to think about it's it. An in my anagram head. for Jim Morrison. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. No, you're fine, dude. So uh, he said that I even think that like part of me thinks that Jim. Fakes it's faked his death like he would want it to be that Jim faked his death because mm-hmm. I mean honestly like if you're I mean it may sound crazy but I rather it, like uh, if it's a friend of mine I rather him fake his death than be really dead because there's a yeah. chance like there's a chance one you're day you're holding out hope yeah you could have that Dark Knight Rises scene where Bruce Wayne is with Selena Kyle and mm-hmm. she looks so or he looks over and Alfred sees him and he sees Alfred mm-hmm. and they do a little head nod. Then in France, and then Alfred gets up and leaves. <laughs> Stupid ending to the movie, but it's fine. So that's one. So let's talk about the places he's been spotted. Okay. Over the years, he's been spotted in Tibet. Okay. The Australian outback. Okay. And the American Midwest. And how like credible are these spottings? 
Come on, Tom. Valiant, people were like, oh, my God, I definitely like, saw him. Was say, there, like, photos? They, or yeah, it... like, they say it's, he's a hobo. Okay. And he, I mean, he, he did have a beard at the end. Yeah, he's in this, and they say where he supposedly rides the, in the rodeo, and he oh, writes wow. poetry on the side. What a life. Yeah. Imagine just giving up all the, the glam and the money to just be in the rodeo and write poetry. <laughs> um. Okay, I was kind of, like, open-minded about it to a fault before you said the rodeo thing. Yeah. Because we know that towards the end of his life, he went, uh, he, you know, he went to Paris to kind of, like, reconnect. Yeah. And he was really struggling with writing his music. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? Yeah. And, you know, he had a substance abuse problem, and he was, like, always in the spotlight. And so, you know, fame is really hard for a lot of people, people to deal with. Especially in the 60s. Um, yeah, and especially, especially in the 60s when— you're kind of at the center of this countercultural movement. So people see you. You're not just an icon. You're like, you know what I mean? Like you're something more than that. You're like something that people look up to and believe in and think that you're like making a really big change in the world. And so, yeah, yeah it's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. Um, so I could see like if he was like, I'm out. But then the ho- hobo thing, but- I'm like, uh, what? Or the rodeo thing. My problem with that, my problem with most things about people – yeah, running off and like disappearing is you can't be that big of an artist and think that you're going to be able to just disappear. Yeah. It's literally not possible. Maybe back then, maybe. Yeah. But What's, well, yeah, nowadays definitely not. Oh, but no, like, there's no shot. But if they're like, a, maybe a good doctor yeah, but saw somebody be like, ah, that's that's Jim Morrison or something like that. Like your voice isn't going to change. Maybe he shaved his beard. <laughs> Even if he shaved his his beard, he didn't have a beard that's, for a majority of his career. Maybe he screwed out more. Yeah, like a, what do you get tubby? Was even he big more? in Africa? He, I don't. He probably. I'm yeah, guessing. I, don't know. I, I definitely agree. It would be. It'd, it'd be, be really hard. Pretty tough to just be like, "Hey, I'm out of here." Like you'd almost have to completely change everything. Like he would have to shave his hair off. Mm-hmm. Which would take away from the hobo stance. Yes, he did. He shaved his head all the way bald and he went to become a Tibetan monk. Maybe, man. Maybe. <laughs> that, possibly. I'm going to say no. You said there was a spotting in Tibet. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> Thanks, Randy. Thank you. Now, let's get into the, the, the juicy one. I do like that last one, though. Because it kind of is optimistic. Yeah, it's optimistic. There's optimism in it. You know, maybe he's with Tupac right now in Cuba, rolling up. <laughs> But let's get to the. Well, actually, I want to ask one more question for that. Even if he did, if, if he did like fake his own death, there's a good chance he'd be dead now because he'd be like almost oh, eighty, if yeah. not eighty. Yeah. So it's like how yeah. how long did he hold? Would he have been able to hold that out? Yeah. And like, come on, man! Like, you don't want to be poor for that long. <laughs> well, did he? He didn't have any of his doors money. I mean, he probably would, but like, you'd know it's a big spender. Yeah. If you That's know, true. yeah. So you kind of have to let it go, like. If you're like if you're just going into your bank account, mm-hmm. they're like, "Why is Jim Morrison? What's why are you using Jim Morrison's bank account?" That's true. Yeah, so now we're gonna get to the one of the newer ones, which is a death at a nightclub. This is newer. Yeah. Okay. Death at a nightclub? Question mark. So a new book claims to reveal the truth about the death of Jim Morrison, after decades of rumors. Officially, like we know, Jim is. He died of heart failure. Mm-hmm. But this person says, this is 36 years later, 
a former manager of a Paris nightclub, is telling a different story. Sam Burnett claims he found Jim Morrison's body in a in the bathroom at a, the venue after what he believes was a heroin overdose. So it's heroin again. Yes. It's just in a different spot. Yes. And so what do you do with the body? Well, getting to okay. it. Okay. He says in the book, The End, Jim Morrison, the flamboyant singer of The Doors, the beautiful California boy, had become an inert lump crumpled in the toilet of a nightclub. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty vivid. Yeah. He believes that two drug dealers took Jim's body back to a flat, and Burnett, who was in his 20s when Morrison died in 1971. Well, so Burnett is the manager of this nightclub? Yes. Okay. Who was in his 20s when he when Morrison died. He went on to become a prominent radio personality, rock biographer, and a vice president of Disneyland. Named Tokyo Rose. And the vice president <laughs> of Disneyland Paris. Wow, that's really, yeah, that's, that it, that's a lot. He, but he called this nightclub a toilet? Yes. <laughs> so though, Wow, that's pretty, that's, that's some ascension. Yeah. And he was pestered by by reporters for years, and he kept quiet. But his wife told him, "You should write a book." And about he, that, yeah, or just about his life in about general. About that, okay. And he said, for him, it's a very bad memory. And he says, when we found him dead, he had a little foam on his nose and some blood too. And the doctor said that must be a heroin overdose. Okay, so. Can you rewind it for a second? You said two drug dealers took him back to yes. a flat. What'd they do with his body there? Just dropped him off, fam. I'm getting oh, to Oh, back it. to like his apartment? Yeah, to his house. Okay, gotcha. I yeah. thought you meant like just a random place. No. I was like, what the heck are they doing with his body? Yeah, no, to back to this place. Okay, gotcha. So yeah, they said that it, uh, they found a little bit of foam on his nose, some blood, and they said that must be, and the doctor that was there mm-hmm. was like, that must be a heroin. So they, they did call a doctor. Yeah, okay. and he said that must be a heroin overdose, which would explain because, like, like we, they didn't see, he said he didn't see uh, Morrison take any heroin that night, but the singer was known to sniff the drug because he was afraid of needles. Mm-hmm. So that is how they explain the whole, like, Jim is afraid of needles. He snorted it. That's why he had a foam on his nose. Yes. So Burnett says the two drug dealers insisted that Morrison was just unconscious. He's it's fine. Let's he's, drop him off at his house. Yeah, he's he's, he's unconscious. Wait, so when does the doctor see him? When he's still at the nightclub? Yeah. And he's like, he's dead. Yeah, and but they're, they're like, like, no, no, he's nope. unconscious. He's just unconscious. So they call a do-, do they call that police or they just call a doctor? A doctor. And then he's like, he's dead. And they're like, nope. And then just the doctor's like, yeah. okay. Well, it was a doctor that was there. Yeah. Okay. So they, he said he was just unconscious. and then Wait, they, so it was like someone that was at the nightclub. Yeah. It wasn't someone that they like called then. Yeah. Gotcha. And then okay, they said, and then the, they said he was just unconscious and they carried him out of the club. No one's like, hey, don't nah, do that. they just not they carried him out. And Burnett says he wanted to call the paramedics and the authorities, but the owner told him to keep quiet. So he's not the owner. He's just the manager. No, he's just a manager. Okay. The owner said, hey, wow. fam, chill out. They don't want to be associated with the death of yeah, Jim Morrison. Yeah, you don't. That messes up a lot, man. Actually, yeah. it'd bring a lot more money in if you think about it. But then everyone sees your nightclub's a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> but rumors had long suggested that Morrison had fallen ill at the nightclub and died of an overdose, but witnesses did not come forward. And then... Oh, what are you going to say? I was just going to say... No, you can continue. I'll, I'll oh, say it afterwards. An official at the Paris prosecutor's office said it was very unlikely the case would be reopened or that anybody could be prosecuted because the time limit on legal proceedings had run out. I was going to say is that could you imagine you're Sam Burnett or somebody that was aware of this body in the nightclub? Yes. Assuming this is true. They find Jim Morrison's body. What if he's like not dead at that point? He, he is just like really messed up and they're like, nope, 
He's fine, and they just take him back to his apartment, and then he dies because he didn't get help. It's on you. You gotta sleep at night. Wow. Yep. You gotta sleep at so night. So here's my uh, another question. Where's Pam? Do we know? Um. So is she just at the flat. I'm guessing she was there at the nightclub. She was either at the nightclub or they took her back. Okay. I mean, they took him back to her. Okay. One of the two. And so, did she ever confirm the whole thing where it was like she heard, hey, Pam? Um, because otherwise, how would that have been known? I'm guessing she did. I'm not for sure. Like I said, she died like three years later, and also, like, she overdosed. So, she's clearly really hard into drugs. So, you really can't believe what Pam says. So, maybe, so, because assuming she did hear that, is that there's an assumption that either A, she was on drugs and she wasn't actually hearing him, mm-hmm. or maybe um, she didn't want everyone to think that Jim's last moments were like in some toilet of a nightclub. Yes. And so she's trying to it then cover up yes. or like protect his, um, yeah, okay. His last moments. Yes. Okay. So Ray Manzarek said, we don't know what happened to Jim in Paris. And to be honest, I don't think we're ever going to is know. That the guy the, is that the sandbag guy? Or yes. The sand guy? Okay, yes, gotcha. the guy asking the questions. He said, I don't think we're ever going to know. Rumors, innuendos, self-serving lies, psychic projections to justify inner needs and maladies. And just plain goofiness cloud the truth. There are too many conflicting theories. That's yeah. what he said. We'll probably never find out. Probably we not. We actually never will find out. Because Pamela's dead, and now we just have a bunch of theories. You can't ask Pamela if he, what happened, because like I said, she died three years later. Mm-hmm. And also, she was a drug addict. Yeah. So you can't like really... Trust her memory? Yeah, you can't trust her memory. So which one do you believe out of all those? If you had to choose one, which one do you most believe or do you most buy into? Here's what I think happened. Okay. I believe believe the story about maybe they were at a nightclub. This is a possibility. I'm not saying I believe the whole nightclub thing. I believe Jim did do heroin through the note. I believe he got sick. I believe they then ventured home. Okay. Him still alive. I believe they get home. I don't know if I believe the are you awake, I mean, Pamela, are you awake thing. Yeah. I don't, I'm don't. i just hoping that that would not be true because I'm hoping that Pamela is not that terrible of a person. Yeah. So I'm going to believe that that wasn't true. But hypothetically, if it is true, then wow. But I yeah. believe he does go to run a, a bathwater. He got sick yeah. off of it. And maybe he might have did some more. I do believe he does throw up. Okay. Because that would make sense. And I believe maybe his heart gave out when he was in the bath tub. Like mm-hmm. he was just taking a bath and then he went in there, he maybe did a lean back and people people's heart fail in the weirdest ways. Like I said, like uh what's his name? Uh Red Fox, who was on Sanford and Son. Mm-hmm. He was always known to say like I'm, here's the big one over here. I'm we're, I'm coming to Elizabeth and all that, and faking a heart attack on the show. Mm-hmm. So he how he died was he was on a talk show, and he had a real heart attack and he clutched his heart, and everybody thought he was joking, and he, oh and my he actually died. So wow. it happens in the most random things. Yeah, happens in the most random places. People laughed because they thought he was joking, but then he died. So I believe that. Is there footage of that? Yes. So what? I believe I think there is because it was a. A show they might not have aired it, but I'm guessing like there was footage. There's footage of this other, uh, sometime magician, him dying on stage. He was doing like a you know, 
something. He was in the a comedian or a magician. Then he had a heart attack, and everyone was laughing for like five minutes. And then they were like, "Oh, he's not getting up." <laughs> so that gosh. one's on tape. So I believe he did take a bath, and then he died with a smile on his face. With a smile on his face, because you're probably relaxing at yeah. that point. Then your heart gives out on you, and then I also believe that. The cover-up stuff, that's the only thing that I'm iffy about. Because I part of me is saying that they would want to have a quick funeral because, like, you don't want, like, this type of news to get back to the States. Mm-hmm. That, like, your beloved hero and stuff like that has died of, like, yeah, a drug overdose. Definitely. So that would almost, like, convince me that they would do it really fast. Them not having an autopsy is like the only thing that I'm really like starting. That makes me really question a lot of things. See, that part doesn't bother me as much as the idea that nobody saw the body except for two people and yeah. a doctor that no one knows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so I kind of lean into the idea that it was. I believe I, most of what you said, except that it's like, yeah, it was. It was done. No, I'm gonna say most of what you said, except for the autopsy thing, doesn't really bother me. Um, and then maybe also Pam. Jim Morrison's a legend, so maybe Pam doesn't want that to reflect then also yeah. poorly on her. Yeah. That she was there and didn't do anything or whatever. Yeah. Or couldn't do anything. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what happened to Jim. So let's get into some, let's talk about the 27 Club real quick. Okay. Because Jim dies at 27. So I'm just going to give you three people who he died within. So Jim's death was two years to the day after the death of uh, Rolling Stones guitarist Brian Jones, who okay. was also 27. And then Jim also died approximately nine months after Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin. And didn't you say they died really close to each other? Yes. Like, Jim, those two died, and then Jim died nine months later. So if we think about it, in that time, you lost your three, if three of the biggest counterculture icons ever. Yeah. In a nine-month period. I guess that would kind of that kind of plays into the whole government thing. Like, what's going yeah. on? But then also, why is the number twenty seven significant? Yes, I don't know. You know, you just want to make it past it. You know, but that is it's that is literally wild. This is separate. But how old was Kurt Cobain? Twenty seven. Was he really? Yes, he is another infamous. He's the most infamous member, I would say, of the Twenty Seven Club. Wow. Him and Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse twenty seven yep. too. Oh my God! But Jim's is the, Jim, and Kurt Cobain's are the two deaths that are the most conflicting, because of oh you mean because of like the controversy surrounding them and yes. people that don't have people don't buy the information yes. that's put forth yes because the information in both cases is really really let's say trash yeah especially in the Kurt Cobain one yeah people really do not like because Courtney. No, it's not even that. If you count, if you count in like, uh, when they did the autopsy, they did an autopsy, for, autopsy for Kirk Kirk, Yeah, he had so much heroin in his system that it would have been literally impossible for you to take a gun and shoot yourself in the head. So that is why, which is something we might do at one point on this show. So yeah, that is like the wild idea. Like the Twenty Seven Club, a lot of people, especially rockers die at the age of 27 and in, like, weird ways. I forgot how Janis Joplin died. Jimi Hendrix died because he uh, choked on vomit Mm -hmm. because he overdosed, and he was laying on his back, and he not supposed to, and he choked on it. Or his tongue was one of those two. I think it's it's vomit. 
What is your question? I was going to say, why? what is it with all these people in the 27 Club? Not only, they're not, like, murdered or anything. They're dead. And then there's a lot of, like, heroin-related. Well, was heroin just, like, really big at that point? Yeah. LSD, too. You th- Yeah, but I feel like, well, heroin's big, but you don't hear about, like, a lot of heroin. Over- you hear about a lot of other kinds well, of overdoses. Well, Kurt Cobain justification was his stomach was so torn up that that would be the only time he would get relaxation from it. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Amy definitely Winehouse. definitely is a really weird coincidence. Yeah, Amy Winehouse died of like alcohol poisoning. So. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Or alcohol overdose. I guess There's interesting threads with like substance abuse, 27-year-olds, yeah. like music icons. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Because you got to think, they yeah. all led their own like movement. And yeah, instead you don't think... It kind of makes you think, like, maybe it's not um, somewhere conspiracy. Maybe it's a trend. Yeah. In the sense that this is the, this is the trend of things when, when people are put in this position. because yeah, a lot of them might feel like that, like that might be the ultimate way as a rock star to go out if you're big enough. And didn't Jimi Hendrix say he wanted to, like, play super hard and live, and live super hard and then die before he was 30 or something? I Maybe. And they all did die a legend. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them do. You don't know at the time you're going to die a legend, but. Yeah. A lot of them, yeah, they just die, and they live on through their music, you know? Jim Morrison, he will live on mm-hmm. through countless albums, just like everybody in the 27 Club that maybe we also might do an episode on. So, yeah, uh, that's it. I, I'm i going to tweet out some songs that you guys should listen to because I think Jim Morrison's really good. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't heard any of like the music from the Doors, I don't know what rock you've lived under, but you need to get from under it. And yeah, so I don't know if you have anything else to say, Tom. Any final any final ideas or something? Not on this. I was just gonna give the wrap up plugs and everything like that. If you're if you're good, yeah. I really like this one. Yeah, I will say something we don't talk about on here is like serial criminals and serial yeah. killers and that kind of thing. But I almost. I don't want to say favor them, but I think that, like, after hearing that, you, I feel a lot more like, all right, because, like, those have, a lot of them have, like, conclusive answers. Like, you know what happened. Yeah. You know, start to end. Yeah. They did this. They got caught. They're uh-huh. gone. And these ones just ask a lot of questions, and then you just kind of. Got to let it go. You kind of left. You're like, I'm never going to know. I'm yeah. literally never going to know. Whereas other darker stuff more has, like, it ended. You yeah. know exactly what happened. That is what I feel is the really the most interesting part of these people, like the people in like the 27 Club and stuff like that, like these mm. artists are like just not only is like the thing surrounding it, but it's like the, like it's, it's really like the, the tragedy really. It's like, it's almost, it's almost Shakespearean in a way. Like when you have, it's all that pressure. Mm-hmm. It's like the ultimate amount of pressure because not only are like, you you went from just being a regular guy to like literally everyone is saying that you like you took them to a like some of the darkest points of their life mm-hmm. or you like are this symbol of like counterculture you are their symbol of their you're their voice that's why I call it the voice of a generation mm-hmm. you're the literally their voice the only thing that they have to really you know stand and then and then you die in the blazing glory. Not in the blazing glory, but then you die the way you do. So, yeah, you know, that's how it is. 
Shout out to rock music. <laughs> uh, yeah, know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I d- definitely be interesting to go into Twenty Seven Club yeah. at some point, and um, Kurt Cobain. If we kind of maneuvered some of the details, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, thank you for hosting. Thank you. I like uh, when you host. I like being in this seat. I feel like it's much easier to be a discussion to be someone that's like doesn't have to worry about the information just yeah. has to worry about like talking about yeah. it yeah you get to be me for a little bit I kind of like it yeah you know this maybe is... we'll do this a lot more often uh, we'll see but uh <laughs> yeah like I said that is the end of my presentation of podcast 51 the death of Jim Morrison and so uh, the voice of a generation thank you no and problem. so just to give some of our plugs like Amir said he's going to put some of the songs that he really connected with um from Jim Morrison, The Doors, on our Twitter, which is at ThePodcast51. We also post, like, links there to the episodes. We post, you know, supplementary information sometimes, um, just kind of weird news that we see, that kind of thing. So go follow us there. We also have an Instagram page, which we also put the link on. We tweet, like, fo- or we don't tweet on Instagram. We post, like, related photos, that kind of thing, promote there. And that's at Podcast51. And then just, you know, general other plugs is that, if you want to listen, you're listening to this somehow, but if there's other ways you want to listen to this podcast and, you know, other Central Michigan Life podcasts. Notable. That <laughs> notable. That's a good one. Yeah. The, maybe the best one. Yeah. Ringmasters. Uh, yeah. Ringmasters. All of them. All three. Yeah. Those, this is the Trinity right here. Yeah. The Holy Trinity. <laughs> the Holy Grail. Um, but if you want to listen to any of those shows, um, you can go onto Central Michigan Life's website, which is cm-life.com slash multimedia slash audio. You can go to SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com slash cm hyphen life. And you can go to iTunes under Central Michigan Life Podcast. All those places you can listen to. All of Podcast 51, all of Notable, all of Ringmasters, all of all the podcasts that they have at Central Michigan Life. So go check us out. Um, and they go check us out on our social media, that kind of thing. <laughs> and I don't want to... Okay, you really just threw me off there. Yep. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I'm Tom. And I'm Emir. You got something else to say there? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh... As honor of, like I said, us doing uh, Jim Morrison, I'm going to say, you know, stay stay groovy, stay psychedelic, and stay awesome, and never stop asking questions. Love you all.